Hi, welcome back to Ask a Monk. The next question comes from Cause. Hello, I took vows to become a lay Buddhist in the NKT Kadampa tradition, and I sometimes join my Sangha. I sometimes neglect my meditation and faith practice. How can one keep themselves focused? Is it bad karma to break vows I have been given? <clears throat> okay, first of all, I'm not really familiar with the NKT tradition. I think it's Tibetan, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it sounds Tibetan. Um, I've heard of it, I think that's, that's but I, you know, it's not, it's nothing to do with me. But that's not really your question. Your question is about uh, neglecting and how do you, you can keep, neglecting to practice and how to keep yourself focused. Well, I think the key is in, or one of the keys is in what you say by joining your Sangha. It's important to have a Sangha. The Buddha said, um, the whole of the holy life, all of the holy life, all of the religious or spiritual life is association with good people. So if you associate with um, with people who are not meditating, and if your friends and family and the people around you are not meditating, then they can only they can only drag you down, especially when you you're not uh, developed and 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 if you're not strong in your own right. Uh, on the other hand, if you're surrounded by <clears throat> by ardent and um, um, uh, devout uh, meditators then uh, you can be expected to to develop and progress in in the meditation practice so uh, finding this community and, and it can also be through the internet um, but the the great thing about a real life Sangha is that it, it's scheduled and, and you can meet together at certain times. Um, one one option is, you know, obviously the best thing is real life, but if you're talking about in terms of the internet, then um, there's this thing called Second Life and it's this 3D virtual reality and, and it's really, really a silly place, but um, it can be used for good and there are a lot of lot of government or non-governmental organizations using it for for profitable things for worthy things and and one of the things is the buddha center that's where i go and you can actually go and meditate there there's also the zen retreat if you're into zen meditation there's also a tibetan retreat center where you can go and what it means is that at certain times you can set your your little character up and 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 take it as an op as an opportunity to listen to teachings and then do a meditation practice or or have you know some contact with people. But obviously in real life it's you're you're so much better off. So if you have the time, that's the the best recommendation. Um, when you don't have the option of um, of having close contact with other meditators, then the best you can do is to set up your own routine. Make sure that you have some kind of routine so that the things, the practices that you have, you're doing on a regular basis. They're a part of your life. Um, the The important thing is, is I think, um, not to make vows that are 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 likely to be broken. Um, I know that in certain traditions they have you do these very um, profound or or difficult vow make these vows that that are seemingly impossible and as i understand um it has something to do with the, the 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 good intentions that come from it and there's no intention that you're actually able to fulfill the vow whether you're able to fulfill it or not um but you know i think if if it's a vow that you break 
like um, you know, I vow never to um, never to tell a lie, and then you tell a lie. I mean, in one sense, it's um, it, it was just a stupid vow to take because obviously you're not at the level where you can you can keep it, you, you, where you can be assured that you're not going to do that. I mean, I will never um, have a smoke a cigarette again or something like that. What you should be doing is striving for it, or I undertake to train myself not to do these things and that's how the precepts are worded in the original Indian Indian language they're not I vow never to they're I undertake this training not to so if you do do it you're not um, <clears throat> you're not guilty of any um, broken promise but it you know it's a sign that you 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 have to train yourself harder and it's a sign of the training that's going on. You're training yourself out of it, weaning yourself off of it. Vows, um, you know, I, I don't know that they have much place unless there are these sort of vows that are ongoing. Like I know the, the big vow in, in Tibetan Buddhism or in some traditions of Buddhism, and, and sorry, not even just naming names, but probably in this, this tradition of yours, but in all forms of Buddhism, there are certain people who make a wish to become a fully enlightened Buddha. There are some people who make vows to do it, saying that they won't, um, they won't become enlightened until they can do it for themselves and be a leader in their time and somewhere far in the future. And there are other people who even go to the extreme that they're not going to become enlightened until they can enlighten all beings or until all beings are ready to become enlightened. So these sort of vows, I mean, you're safe in the fact that um, you know, there's still time to, to, to complete it. Uh, there's still time to, to follow that vow. But, um, <clears throat> I don't know, I, I think um, it's probably unrealistic to think that anyone could, could uh, or should wait that long, but, uh, you know, to each their own. I would say your best bet is to do what you can as an individual, because we're all just cogs in the wheel. We're all interdependent, and we don't uh, have any special power to, to, uh, to, be, to be able to control the outcome. You know, this idea of making a vow to do something, it, it's, it's based on delusion, the delusion that you have some power to change reality, when in fact you're just a conglomerate of states that are arising and ceasing, and you have the potential to move in a certain direction. But that doesn't mean you have the potential to be the savior of all beings, for instance. Um, and of course there are differences of opinion in that, but um, I would say your best bet is not to make vows, but to look at the precepts that you take as being training rules. I'm training to abstain. I'm training to be free from the desire to do these things. I'm being. I'm training to to free myself um, from this evil. When you break vows, uh, I think you've you've done a bad thing in making the vow, in the sense that it's a vow that you couldn't keep. And yeah, I think you've broken your promise. But I wouldn't worry too much about it because uh, there are far worse things you could do. If you told a lie, you said uh, you said to someone, "I didn't break the vow," when in fact you broke it. That's far worse than breaking it and admitting that you broke it. It's really not um, not not that big of a deal. It's not a good thing, and it's based on a negligent mind in both senses: negligent in making a vow uh, that you couldn't keep, and negligent in 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 breaking it. Um, breaking a vow that you, you promised yourself to keep. So I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't make those kind of vows, as I said. Um, but your question is whether it's karma, bad karma. 
I mean, honestly, you, bad karma is made every moment that you're not mindful. We're full of bad karma. Every moment, karma means action. Everything that you do that's unmindful, every time you judge and react to something, that's bad karma. I mean, it's going on all the time. You don't have to worry too much about it. All it means is that it's creating stress in your mind. It's creating suffering for you. So your worrying about it is actually far worse karma than the actual uh, act itself. Um... But yeah, so two things I would say, find a community and stick with them, and also uh, set up a schedule for yourself. Try, try to uh, make sure that you're doing something. The third thing is not to get too hard on yourself. When you do fall off the wagon or you, you, you don't live up to your own expectations, well, sometimes your expectations have to come halfway. You, you do have to improve, but you also maybe have to reduce your expectations not to the level of your ability, but somewhere halfway so that you're always improving yourself and that you're not content with the way you are, but you're not setting unreal expectations like these vows. You're saying, uh, you know, as long as I'm improving at a, a good rate, then that's fine. Um, and if, if I'm not able to improve at the rate that I expected, then my expectations are too high. And you, you, you can adjust your your... Um, your practice to to, um, to to make you more able to reach your expectations, but you should also be also be willing to look at your expectations and and see that um, probably they're a little bit high, and uh, we really have to go step by step and and quite slowly. Um, another thing you could do, of course, which which you're probably already aware of, is leave your life behind and go and become a monk and live in the forest, but. Uh, I imagine if that was on your plate, you would have done it already, or maybe it's in your future. Uh, something to think about, that if you really want to be focused, you, you this is actually important, you can't do it um, realistically in, in the world, because living in the world means doing work and doing things that are unrelated to the path, and they get you off track, it's, uh, inevitably. There's nothing you can do to that. If you, if you want to have perfect practice or even you know, very good practice. You you really need a suitable environment, and that requires a monastic or or a meditative lifestyle, which is very difficult to find in in the world unless you have some financial um, stability or or some resources that allow you to put aside work uh, in favor of a meditative life. So I hope that helps. Uh, good luck, and if you're interested in the um, the practice that I teach, you're welcome to follow it as well. Again, I'm not really clear on the vows and traditions of, of um, <coughs> the, the, the practice that you follow, but uh, all the best. <laughs>